And now, coming to you from the top of the dial, 107.7 WKFM, The Lick. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. I just got back from the golf course where I actually played pretty well. Uh, now it's back at home, back to the couch, back to television. Listen, I've had so many people on my case asking me to watch some show called Tiger King. Well, yesterday I watched this show. And oh my God, is America in this bad a shape? I watched about six episodes of this show and I couldn't even believe what I was looking at. White people! What's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone! <laughs> the show is crazy. But it's so crazy, you kind of keep watching. One thing I will say, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is... Uh, Tiger Shushimi right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Take care. And I hope you find something better to watch. There you go, Brad. That's OJ's there take is, on folks. Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King. We Tiger hate Tiger King. Tiger King. OJ on the golf course having a having a comment of what happened to Karen Baskin's husband <laughs> in Tiger King. Sydney, why is he golfing? Crack him. Dude, he's out playing golf. <laughs> he's having a ball, dude. Dude, he's having a in ball. In California? I guess. I don't know. Oh, maybe does he live in Vegas? Is he back in Brentwood, or is he in, he's in Vegas, isn't he? I think he lives in Vegas, dude. He stayed local after jail time. Dude, let's say, let's like imagine you like, you work your whole life in New York. You're like an MTA worker. You have a good pension. You finally decide it's time to retire. And then you're like, oh, I'll move to Vegas, I guess. People are like, oh, I don't know if you should move to Vegas. It's a little unsavory out there. No, no, I love, I love it. You know, it'd be fun. Yeah. You move there, and then OJ's your neighbor. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Here's the thing. I'm not so much worried about like his like. Well, listen. If you're listening to the cast for like the first time, we've we've talked about OJ a lot. We have a lot of takes and jokes on him. It's a big OJ house. Yeah, I just. <laughs> it's not so much that I'd be like, oh my god, I'm living next to a what probably should have been a convicted murderer, <laughs> but he just seems like too talkative. I bet he'd like. I bet he'd wrangle you over if he saw you in the yard and just want to talk, and big personality, and probably seems like he would talk about himself a lot. Yes, yeah, for sure. Kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Played golf today. Yeah, let me. I'm telling you, my swing is off. <laughs> uh, yeah, my friends and I, we got drinks after dinner, and things are good. He talks for another 25 minutes, and he's like, all right, I'll let you go. <laughs> But I'll see you around. And you're like, ah, why is OJ? You just talk so much. <laughs> I came out here to relax in the desert, and there's OJ. <laughs> and he's just going on about, like, um, you know, his swing or, like, just some some issue. Like, oh, his, his trip to the Bahamas or something. You know what I mean? He just does a lot. And must we remind you, you know, I, I watched Tiger King a couple weeks ago. Where... I, we hate it though. Fuck Tiger King. Fuck Tiger King. I still have it. Tiger seen it. King craze. There are bigger issues going on. Sorry, dude. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. Like like one of my text message threads. One of the people changed it to Tiger King fans. 
Oh, boy. I think to torment me, because I refuse to watch it. I mean, all right, it's it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's not worth this type of attention, though. I'm sorry. People just want to feel like, oh, I'm talking about the new cool thing. You know what I mean? Do you remember Making a Murderer? Yes. To me, that was, like, outstanding. Oh, you didn't like it? No, I liked it, actually. Ouch. I thought it was outstanding, interesting, had a good point. Uh, and every episode, I, I felt like I was on the edge of my seat as to like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen next with this? I was like, wow, that was a that was a well done series, uh, with a lot of mystery and uh, unanswered questions, but ones that you thought you may have concluded on your own. But like the act, whatever these people, yeah, whatever, whatever. Great, I thought it was very well done. This is like okay. There's some good characters in it, but it's like it's okay. I mean, if if if. Uh, on any given day, I give Tiger King your your good old fashioned. That was really interesting and pretty good, and some good characters. Okay, I'm moving on. Not taking the world by storm. Oh God, dude. I mean, like, part of me is. I was born in '81, so part of me has always been like a little bit mad or upset or just not upset, jealous that I wasn't an adult during the the TV show Dallas. Because I wanted to be oh, part of the, yeah. I wanted to be part of the who shot Jr. craze. Yeah, and I feel like like this is happening now with this stupid show. Like I've not seen this show, and I I know who Carol Baskins is now because people won't shut the fuck up about it. I'm sick of it. Sure, I'm sick of it. Now I I would like to be a part of who shot Jr. Though I want a who shot Jr. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I mean. I, I pick. I often picture my parents with their arms around each other watching Dallas. <laughs> like just kind of like there was probably like early on. Like I'm guessing, yeah, probably would have been early on in their relationship. Like, like, do you think that they were like, like, did your dad like live by himself in an apartment and your mom came over? He's like, Dallas is on tonight. Yeah, do you want to be fooling around watching Dallas? Like, I'll make I'll make dinner. Why don't you come over and watch Dallas? Yeah. Oh, I like that. I, I want to say on a positive note Please. about coronavirus. Ooh. Nobody's doing more for the coronavirus than the New England Patriots. Wow, it's true. Dude, fair enough, man. The, the team playing, going to bat for the world. The New England Patriots flew to China, brought back a million masks. <laughs> I think it's like one of those stories. Like, do you remember that movie, The Air Up There, where they go to Africa and get this like this guy no one's ever heard of to play basketball? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think that there's like this stud quarterback in China, but like there's no way the Chinese yeah, government man. will let him out. And they figured out if they went and got a bunch of N95 masks. They could sneak him on the plane. <laughs> it's going to be like well, the opposite of Mr. Baseball where Tom Selleck goes to Japan. It's this Chinese uh, Patriots quarterback that's going to take the world by storm next year. <laughs> I mean, they got some real you know, ball players, as in like baseball players out there. They got guys who can throw with their right and left arm, which is just freakish. Dude, I didn't know that was possible. That's probably what it is. They've probably taken the best pitcher from the Chinese like baseball league, and they're Makes gonna sense. they're gonna ma- they're gonna fit him into the Brady system. And dude, everyone's gonna Has go. Has there ever been like an Asian born 
football player? Like from Asia? Like not an Asian American, but like from Yes, right. Yes. Uh, no, there hasn't been, has there? Uh I don't I I will say I don't know, but it's certainly not someone famous enough to where it's on the sure, tip yeah, of my you're tongue. Right, you're right. Certainly you're not. Right. Dude, that was what they were up to. That guy's that guy's like sitting next to some N95 masks right now. <laughs> to the Patriots plane. It makes you wonder what like what like the Philadelphia Eagles plane is up to right now. <laughs> they're just flying. Uh, they're flying cheesesteaks around somewhere. Well, they they had a lot of like engine problems they were working on for a month and like, well, <laughs> you know, boys, let's just shut it down. Things are getting a little hairy out there. We'll work on it in the fall. <laughs> It's not, it's not exactly ready to go. Like, and oh, what's God, like the, the uh, friggin' wheels are falling off again? <laughs> well, Phil, see, Phil, the the Eagles have like like that kind of good old fashioned like dirty rap. Like, yeah, it's Philly, and Philly's tough, and like, but they're a pretty stand up organization that has done well recently. Yeah, uh, and for a while, and I think their team is like a top tier team. Sure, but it, it Philly gets that you know, classic vibe. It's a Philly fan's fault. The Philly fans' fault. Like, what do you think the Toronto Raptors team playing is doing right now? What is it doing? I mean, I'm guessing they're all docked. I don't know. <laughs> you don't think they're doing some kind of a humanitarian mission? <laughs> I mean, flights are still going on, so I mean, yeah, you are allowed to fly a plane. I think they're just like discouraging it. Dude, freaking uh, Bob Kraft. He paid for half of it. He didn't pay for all of it. Maybe this is this is see this is how he's gonna like regain his name. Not that I think it was like at this point people are like you know people only like that kind of like you know good old like National Enquirer news for a second. Yeah, with this whole massage thing, They're, people are kind of over it. Whatever, whatever. It's dealt with in the courts, but Do this you, certainly helps uh, his name if he's worried about that. You know what I give Bob Kraft's massage? Oh, of course. Dude, more of power course. to him, dude. More power to him. Dude, so, if I could oh, go get a hand job right now without being shamed on social, you know what I mean? Like the amount of like like liberals that are ready to shame everybody on social media right now is just through the roof. Like if if I got caught getting a hand job at a massage parlor right now, it would just be the end of my career, the end of my life, everything, you know. I'm kind of hoping that a lot of these liberals just move back to the towns. <laughs> they came from in New York, and the real people who are just kind of level-headed, open-minded, but fair, stay here in New York. Right. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> run out. Go. I'm, I'm not saying you should. You should probably leave the city if you can. That's great. Uh, be safe. You know, that, that's important. It's not a good place to be right now. But stay there and don't come back. Dude, maybe I should make a. Maybe I should make like. Not a, all. I'm saying these like these like. Over the top liberals. No, I believe me, dude. I mean, over the top is either political and guys, we're not political on this show. We make fun of liberals and conservatives. But like, yeah, the amount of people that are just ready to shame people for doing anything, it's like, come on, give me a fucking break, man. You know what I mean? But that's it. I mean, I'm not saying like I talk a big game while like I could never stand up for myself in any sort of fight, maybe not even a verbal one. But honestly, I'm kind of just like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck them. Who cares? Like, fuck you. Well, these Either don't like listen, don't scroll past my post and ignore it. Not that, not that we're really yeah. making posts that like people are like worthy of like, you know, whatever. But um, 
just, just, just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, dog. And who fucking dog. cares? I'm, the people who who talk the biggest smack and like like talk and have the biggest like judgment on people are the people I don't want to hang out with anyways. Yeah. So I don't really fucking care. Totally. Like, think about it. like somebody who's like out to be like, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see this? Did you see that? I mean, we kind of do it too, but we're doing it about like OJ golfing. But like, I'm not like going on social media. Did you see this person's post? I kind of just accept it. I'm like, all right, something I like, something I don't like, something I do agree with, something I don't agree with. You're on social media. It's full of it. You're you're part of the, the scene too. Absolutely. If that's what you're referring to, social media. Cool. Well, just in, in social media, but also on the, I'm on these text threads where people are looking at other people's social media and then shaming them on this text thread. See, I think like, that's – I actually – I'm sorry. I think that's wrong. I hate that's it. That's actually really wrong. It's stupid. Then, then, you, then they should own up and say they don't follow them anymore and, do, and own up and do that. Well, and because also, what they're doing is they're just – they're jealous. They're upset. I, it doesn't make – that. it doesn't make any – Sense it doesn't make any sense. You're willing to follow these people, which then supports their content, right? But you want to shit on it privately, not to their face. None of it makes sense. None of it. And dude, like, I mean, once in a while, if you want to say something, but you know, yeah. it's an ongoing thing about. Did you see this person? Did you see that person? It's like, well, what's your point? Well, I don't get it. Well, and also, people are like, um, like, like for instance, they were shaming this person who was going. Like home to be with their parents, right? And it's like, well, Why? they've they've waited too long. They're gonna kill their parents, and they're gonna spread the disease across the country, dude. And the fucking parents. Well, you don't know. There's well, just from from someone's social media post. <clears throat> now, maybe this person shouldn't be posting that much either. Like, maybe keep some things private. Yeah, but you uh, don't know the situation. Like, yeah. maybe this person is so worried about their parents that they're like, I can move back to my town and I can do all the grocery shopping for them. Like. And maybe sure. they're going to take extreme measures, like have the person live in the basement for two full weeks and not see them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, don't know, know yeah. how responsible or how irresponsible, and you also don't know what situation someone's in. Like, yes, none of us should be traveling unless we have to, but we don't. This text thread I was on, they don't know if this person was traveling because they absolutely have to. Like. Who's to say their situation? Like, you're just, you're judging on it. You're doing a snap judgment because you see someone posting because they're at the airport. You know what I mean? And so the, te- and so the texting goes on about this hypo- this person for a while and everybody just shits on this person for doing it or? Yeah, just like, oh, God, this person's such an asshole. They're traveling right now. They're not even helping the human race. It's like, all right, freaking relax. And then the other person jumps on and goes, yeah, he's an asshole or she's an asshole. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. And then, and then the next person goes, I can't believe it. And then the next person goes, can you believe it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and then nobody learns anything. Nobody says anything to the actual person. We don't know what's going to happen. It's just like, it's just trash talking. And do you know what all these people have in common except for me? They all watch Tiger King. <laughs> I got they him. All... Hey, Jude, hey, Jude, hey, Jude, hey, Jude. <laughs> they all watch They all watch Tiger King. I'm guessing in this thread they are your friends, but they got to knock that off. That's just like high school shit. They are my friends, but it's just a part of the thread that I don't participate in. It's and high school I'm stuff. many, many different text threads because, sadly, Brad, I'm popular. It's sad because... Did you hear <laughs> Jason slept with Stacy? <laughs> It's like that old fucking high school shit. And then everybody spreads rumors and has judgments. And then it's like, who cares? You're adults. <laughs> exactly. You're an adult. You're an adult now. 
<laughs> we know some people who went back to their hometown, and personally, I don't. A, I don't care like what you do, and I'm sure they're going to take the precautions necessary. And honestly, it's probably a better choice to get out. And I don't fucking know. I'm well, not. You know, I, yeah, we have our judgments about this. What's going on right now? But I'm not going to start calling people. Well, you just like don't know the, their situation. Like they got blood on their hands. If something goes wrong and their parents do get sick, I don't know. They're trying their best. They wouldn't do it. They're, I'm sure they wouldn't do it if they felt like they were going to kill their parents, and they might. I don't know. <laughs> right. And they'll deal with it. They'll deal with it, and they'll be responsible. And then, and then hopefully, hopefully what you do is when they go home and they kill their parents through <laughs> coronavirus, you reach out and go, I'm sure you're hurting. You know, that's got to be really painful knowing that maybe you were the cause. I want to let you know, I'm sure you did your best and you had good intentions. How about that? <laughs> yeah. How about the reverse? But then they'll shame them at their, like, you know, when their parents have a funeral, like, next Christmas, whenever you can book one again, then they'll shame them there. Like, <laughs> you know, this is still your fault because you went home early. Uh, well, hopefully, I don't know. Well, it's it like not going to be friends anymore. This, for this. took a dark turn. <laughs> sounds like sounds like coronavirus is going to break up friendships. Well, I certainly think it's like to me. It's just it's it's making everything. It's making me realize what I value in a friendship. Not, and I will continue to be friends with these people, but yeah, I certainly don't value that part of it. And it just starting to make make me understand a little bit more about me, Brad. I'm trying to be a little less judgy. You don't. If someone's doing the proper things and they're trying their best and they're they're considering the world, they're considering the globe, they're considering their town, they're considering their parents, and they make a decision based on all those things, and they're really trying their best and they do their best, I mean, how how can we judge? You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> hey, the the lick. God bless the lick, dude. That's what I'm going to say. All right. So I, I, this is another one of my takes where I say something. I'm not really sure about all the facts, but I caught it like before I went to bed last night because I was watching. I've been trying not to watch a lot of news considering it's mostly negative and until they give us some information that's helpful. That's good. Yeah. But if it's just like, hey, some 20-year-old kid died today from coronavirus. Heads up. And it's like, oh, God, here we go. I'm, shit, we're all going to die. Yeah. So I'm trying not to watch that kind of stuff. But I did catch... <laughs> The My Pillow guy, did you see this? No. The My Pillow guy is turning his factory into making masks. They're going to make masks. Oh, love the My Pillow guy. I know. Me oh, too. shit. Wrong thing. Love and he is catching flack because, so he was at, the, he was, it was two days ago. He was in the Rose Garden with Trump. What? And look. Because, I mean, like a lot of these, like sometimes when these bigger corporations or companies come out and they're like, we're going to do this, Trump will have them speak on behalf of it and what they're going to do. Yeah. I've seen a few people do that. They're like, oh, this company's going to donate this. This company's going to try and do this. Yeah, like Walgreens and, at the White House and shit. And, 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 I, and he did mention his like love for God and you know, he's very religious, this guy. Sure. Um, and he caught a lot of flack, just like kind of like ribbing, <laughs> probably from liberals. Eighth, I, you know, I... I I, I cannot say I'm an atheist on the air. The heat, the Lord might be listening, but you know I have my certain beliefs. God loves it's the coming lick, from by these the like way. these liberal atheists who are like ribbing him for bringing up the Lord. I'm like motherfucker. Even if this guy makes a buck off this thing, at least he's making a buck off of like you know he's already rich. Don't worry about it, and he's going to keep getting richer. I plan on buying a my pillow. My neck is killing me, but. <laughs> it, 
If he's going to make a buck, at least he's making it off of masks, which could help now. And I actually don't know. Maybe he's just going to put his own money into it. He is quite wealthy. Maybe he's just like, fuck it. We're going to turn all the, our, our company into ma- making masks right now, and that's what we're going to do. So once again, I didn't read up in terms of like if he's going to make money off of it. I would imagine if he is, it's coming from like, you know, the, the healthcare, uh, health com- healthcare companies, uh, insurance companies, so whatever. Yeah. But, and then they're ribbing him about it. I'm like, my God. What can a human being do right now, especially a millionaire? You know, I'm sorry, but there are a lot of athletes and other people who might be able to come together and like, hey, we're all going to donate $5 million and give it to X company and just start making stuff. And whatever it costs, you know, the money's there to make stuff, but still, like any contribution. Yeah. And and at least this guy's trying, I kind of felt like. Yeah, I felt like he was doing it from his heart. It seemed like in his speech, he's like, "I'm rich, I have a company, I'm gonna try and make masks out of this, dude." I mean, and then people were busting on him. him, and I'm like, "We suck." <laughs> I mean, I want to rib him too, but you know, in terms of this, it's like, come on now. It's like, who cares what what he says if his company's making masks? Like, that's better for the world. Just so everyone, just shut the fuck up. Unbelievable. It re- it's really telling of us, I think. Yeah, everyone just wants to be mad all the time. Instead of like, oh, totally. like, we can all help each other. Like, like, can you just not care about, like, the bullshit? Crack them. For a one second. Crack them. For one on fucking tonight. second, dude. For one second. Mm. Dude, I got a couple. That's what we're all about here at the Lick, guys. I hope you fast forwarded through everything we just said. Do I know why? Because <laughs> it was nothing but, like Sid said, we're not conservative. We're not, we're not liberal. We're yep. in between. We're, we're just, fair. We're normal. We're just trying to figure things out as a as a human being would do. Right. We have brains. We're actually trying to give people credit for being human beings, not just like, oh, you did this. That must mean you're this. You know? Fuck that shit. Dude, God, the way we judge people. Oh, it's unreal. Go judge OJ, okay? Go do yourself a favor. Go start blowing up OJ's feed. Now speak. He sucks. Now speak. He murdered people. Don't blow up the MyPillow guy, and don't blow up people who for... I mean, listen, I don't know. Maybe the people who are going back to see their parents, what's the point of the post? But, like, <laughs> it's like oh, leave him alone. Just leave him alone. I want to go live with my parents it. for one last month before they die from the coronavirus. Can you blame somebody? Can you blame them? We're going to know some parents that die, and it's like, yeah, just they want to spend some time with them. That could probably, that might happen. That's a dark thought. It might happen. Let them do what they want. God, I hate, maybe we, maybe we got to get out of the city. Dude, it's, it's, what is it called? It's called, uh, not shame, like not shaming culture, outrage culture. This is outrage culture. Outrage culture. And you would think that like global pandemic that should bring us all together would make people stop shaming each other. But it just has people more work, like not people, because I think you and I and other people that I know are becoming more giving and and more like in Saying touch. good mornings. I'm giving my good mornings. More in touch with ourselves and more in touch with our feelings. But some people are just still deciding they want to shame people on the Internet or or behind their backs. And it's like. What's it going to take for you to chill out? I mean, the whole world has got this disease, and you're still not chilled out. Like, do you just suck that hard? Unbelievable. Dude, fucking lame ass. Hey, I I have a funny observation I want to tell you about. I like observations. (laughs) 
So I don't typically bring up stuff from my phone calls with my parents on here because it's, you know, I don't want to betray their confidence necessarily. But I just found this especially funny the other day. So, you know, they're they're having a little fun in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, I, like a lot of people sure. are right now. You know, there's plenty of time to cook. There's nowhere to be. Is it like the big chill down there? <laughs> Are your parents like dancing to like, uh, yeah, Motown? And- yeah, they're listening to the Spencer Davis uh, group dancing every <laughs> night. <laughs> Give me some loving. <laughs> so, the old man's uh, perfecting omelets lately. He's really working on his omelets. And like Sydney, Sydney, Why do I feel like your parents belong in like a <laughs> a Viagra commercial. <laughs> They're just living their life through the Viagra. I'm trying to think. Not, it oh, could be a Viagra. More of a, like, more of a Cialis because they have two tubs. Yeah, Cialis. They have two yeah, bathtubs on the front porch. They sit in the bathtub. Your parents are in a Cialis commercial. <laughs> like they're dancing. They're making omelets. It's, <laughs> they're getting horny. You know, they're like, oh, you know, we're like in our 60s and 70s. We should, you know, still. My mom's do this. speaking like, a little let Spanish. Let me turn you on as I flip this omelet in the South. I'm in Savannah. You know, I'm wearing a polo, untucked. <laughs> the old man's wearing boat shoes and my mom's speaking Spanish. <laughs> she keeps like looking at him and rolling her eyes and like it's like <laughs> Cialis may cause instant stroke. <laughs> I do not have sex if <laughs> you've been do not have sex if you've been dancing prior. <laughs> do not get too worked up. So they're God, your so, dad just got like a raging heart on. He's like, "All right, let's go, let's go." <laughs> That's what those commercials are like: having fun in the kitchen, and then they're like, yeah. "All right, I'm ready." And they're da- like a lot of dancing. Like, like I've I've tried to dance with one girlfriend ever, where when no one else was home, and she it's hated, awkward, and she hated it. <laughs> she hated it. It was it was when I first moved to New York, and I'll say this on the air because I don't think she'll care. When Claire and I were together, it was when I first moved to New York. I moved to New York in <laughs> I moved to New York October seventeenth of two thousand seven. So let's say it's December nineteenth of two thousand seven. I've been here for about two months. All of her roommates were gone. I was shacking up with them for the time being. We had the Christmas tree up and we had Christmas music playing. And I was like, why don't we just dance? And I tried to get her to slow dance with me in front of the Christmas tree. She fucking hated it. <laughs> it's intimate. It's intimate. It's a little awkward. Dude, no one home and you just decide to dance. It was it was awful, dude. It was awful. I mean, it's a, it's a sign of our culture. We don't want to open up. I mean, it's very intimate. I wonder what the song was, like the first Noel, maybe. It's probably a slow one. <laughs> first like, Noel. Like, like, like I, I, was it the song choice? I get her up from the couch. I'm like, hey. Like, you know, we're just casually like... Like eating, and maybe she's drinking wine. I'm drinking beer, and I'm like, "Hey, um, can I have this dance? Could you imagine?" It's like, sorry, Tiger King's on. <laughs> Fuck Tiger King, dude. At the time, Netflix. Did, well, at least you tried. Netflix Digital didn't even exist at the time. It was still the, the DVD. So I think we were probably watching like public television. Um. All right. So the old man's perfecting his omelets now that you know. There's no social engagements in Savannah. So they're telling me about these omelets, right? And they're like, oh, and you know, your dad, your mom, my mom, they're both on the phone at the same time. She's like, oh, your dad's been using his omelet pan. He's like, oh, Sydney, have you seen my omelet pan? 
And my mom's like, I think it's the one that you bought him for Christmas that year. And he goes, no, no, no. That was you he bought the omelet pan for Christmas that year. Because I bought her an omelet pan for Christmas like eight years ago. She goes, right. he, this is the part you're going to love. He goes, he goes, no, my omelet pan is, um, he goes, Betsy, what's that, uh, he goes, what's that television chef from New Orleans' his name? <laughs> She's like, Emerald? He's like, yeah, it's an Emerald pan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, boom. He goes, who's that TV chef from New Orleans? That's what the pan is. <laughs> Oh, it was an emerald-themed pan. It was like an emerald-labeled pan. Yeah, but I just love that that's how they think of emerald, that television chef from New Orleans. I just, I, I forget that he's even from New Orleans. I just say, like, the big Italian guy. I didn't know he was from New Orleans either. Yeah, I did not know that. I could have, I would have imagined he was from New York. I guess not. Yo quiero taco, bell. I don't like, I don't like Italians from New Orleans. I want them from New York or the Northeast or... Like it's like oh I'm I'm a real Italian but I'm from like Oregon it's like yeah. what I don't even How like Italians from it- I don't even like Italians from Italy like I want my Italians from- yeah get over here they need to be from New York or Philly or I don't I don't consider them Italian like Italian from- yeah exactly I want to know you have seen the Statue of Liberty that's all I need. yeah and you like live here now yeah I don't I don't yeah you're from Italy I'm like no you're not Italian you're like it's like when someone says they're Southern, but they're from Miami. It's like, you're not Southern, you know? But it's kind of like, it's even like in Boston. It's like, yes, there's a, like a big Italian culture. But it's like, we all want to know, like, the mob was really Irish up there. <laughs> right. we, we, we all want to think, Whitey Bulger is like, Irish. I don't want to think about the Italian mob up there, which it was, of course. But I, I want to think of that in New York. Mm-hmm. It's New York. It's Philly. Jersey. Jersey, that's all I want to think about when I think of Italians. I don't want to think about, <laughs> oh, man, Cleveland. It's like, yes, of course they were out in that way, too, but no. <laughs> I don't want to think about... Wait, I'm trying to think. Rome, dude. I'm drawing a blank. In in the movie Casino, would, were, you remember the old men who were back at home they would send money to and like they'd get orders from? Yeah, they're in Kansas City, I think. Yes. The, exactly. They the, weren't from the, the Northeast. Oh, I didn't the like little, those guys as much. Oh, the little meat shop where they like where the FBI had bugged them, right? I think that was in Kansas City. Yeah, was that like, it wasn't in New York, was it? Yeah. Or was it? What a shame. Know, we double check that. Dude, give that a hey, Jude. Hey, what? Jude. That that meat shop being in Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna get I, mean, pro- I, they, I know they do barbecue, but I want to think of like big white like Fat guys making barbecue who aren't Italian. <laughs> Dude, Ita- Italians are gonna attack the lick tomorrow. Like we're like Italians <laughs> in New York are already so mad because the Columbus Day parade gets like flack every year. Now they're gonna be mad at the lick. They're gonna find out like where we live and like come and be mad. <laughs> Can I have the names of like the people in your group later on? And then I'm just gonna like try and like I'll follow them if I don't. I, I maybe I do, maybe I don't. And then I'll try my best to find my way to the top of their feeds and like just post things and see how they react and see if I can get through back to you. Well, I, I'm in so many group text threads, it might be tough for you to figure out which friend group this is. After, after this, we'll talk. Well, they're I'm all... I'm going to try and like get... <laughs> oh, you're saying multiple texts are coming through from different groups about this stuff. No, no, no. It's... Uh, so, more than you would think, but not every group text them on, but multiple group text threads are shaming people, yes. It's a sad Maybe state Maybe I'm just going to do things that might be shame-worthy, see if I can somehow get back to you through it. Not about those people. Like, I'll just do it in general, mm-hmm. and I'll see if somebody you know 
saw it, and they're like, did you see Brad's text? Like, so, <laughs> so selfish. And like, oh, I did it. They're like, Brad. That would be very hard to do, actually. Brad went to the food court the other day. <laughs> the what? The food court at the mall. <laughs> God. That's still open, right? I hope so. I love mall oh, food course. courts, dude. So I got to go. Hey, how about this? I have been following a uh, uh, on Instagram. I came across a couple like cool pages. They're like called like cabins. It's like called cabin fever or like love cabins. It's all these like really pretty pictures of people's like awesome cabins. Do people and call I, that I cabin do, like, looking porn? At them, Is like, that really? called cabin porn? In that world, there's multi, there's hundreds of pages of this stuff, different different ones. Yeah, but it's in that world of like yeah, just like looking at cabins and like I just came, it popped into my feed somehow, and I started looking at them like, oh, I like really, I do love looking at that stuff. It's like it's comforting. It's like oh, I would love to live there, or whatever. But some of them, they're like showing the living room, and they're very they're very expensive or certainly pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's owning a home, I guess. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever own a home. And, uh, oh, I never will. I, I won't even own a never van. Yeah. So I was like, but some of them show like a cozy setting, right? Like a beer. It's like good lighting, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And then they have a computer up that's a, a computer that says Netflix. Like it's kind of like, oh, just a cozy night in at this great outdoor cabin. Like I don't stay here much. Here is... I'm, I'm going to watch Netflix. That's... Oh, I hate that shit. Like, you're going to go watch Ozarks. You're going to spend Insane. all this money, rent a car, drive to the middle of nowhere, make a nice dinner, look at the stars, and then watch the same show you were watching the night before in your more yep. pathetic life. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Hey, Jude. Give me a fucking break. Awful. I went all Awful. the way to the, to the Adirondacks to this cabin... To watch Netflix. Not terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate it. I hate this. I went to the Adirondacks just to like kind of browse like a couple of movies I've seen before. And I'm like, I can't decide. And I go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, honey, do you want to watch season six of Frasier tonight or season five? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Which one is Niles in love with Daphne in? I don't know. Season six? Let's watch season six. It's like, oh, God. or you could decide to play an erotic board game because you're with your like your lover in a cabin, right? Yeah. They should show an erotic board game in the brochure. Like, oh, and we Ooh, have like this. That. We have this, you know? And then it's like an element of danger because you're like, did the people that stayed before us play this too? Like, sure. is this nasty? You know what I mean? Like. Sure. I don't know. That's kind of exciting almost. It's more exciting than watching fucking, like, literally, like people probably go there and watch Friends. <laughs> That's terrible. It's like when people go to the movies when they're out of town. Have you ever done that? Um. Yes, I have. I, I do. I'm a movie fan, though. Oh, fair enough. I'll give you that. I mean, I like going to the movies. I don't do it a lot. It's like I'm going to like... A local AMC, but it, it usually happens with like maybe there is like like I actually I did it and when I went on my trip to LA I went to the movies, but we also went to like it was like it's like a really popular movie theater, um, 
It's like it's <laughs> called the, the Arclight. It's like the si- no, no. <laughs> um, it's like it's called the Arclight, and it's like that famous like Cinorama looking. Uh, it's uh, is it in La La Land? Probably La La Land. It was like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Um, it like lights up. It looks like a little white globe, and it says Cinorama on the outside. Okay. And we were like, it was rainy, and and honestly, like this was like a couple of weeks ago, and coronavirus is like coming around the corner. This is before things were getting shut down. Reared its ugly but like, head. Nobody was there at the theater. I mean, there were like three other people, and it's it's an incredible. It's a really cool theater. It's like. It's like a, it's one of like these like kind of like curved screens. The sound is insane. The movie we saw was probably one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. But it was like, do you want to say it what was it almost was? more of like right, we got nothing to do. Like let's go to the movies. Like it was kind of raining out in L.A. and I'm like, well, raining in L.A. So when we went, it was a little cloudy. Yeah, what movie? A little bit. Nobody likes to picture it that way. Do you want to say the movie or do you not want to since you said it was bad? Oh, it was uh, the friggin', uh, <laughs> I mean, this time of year, no good movies are out. <laughs> it was uh, The Invisible Man. I kind of wanted to see, I hate the movies and I kind of wanted to see that. Let me know if I can spoil it for you or not. You let me know. Um, don't spoil it. I kind of want to see it. I would rather people okay. spoil The Tiger King, but I kind of want, I kind of want The Invisible Man kept intact. <laughs> I gave it about a 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I think I'm going to get into Rotten Tomato reviews during this time. Oh, like, you'd be amazing account. at them. You'd be amazing at them. <laughs> Rip Tiger King to shreds. Everybody's like, what? What happened? Why? What? They're, like, they're like, why did it get a 99.9? It's like, oh, this one guy in Sunnyside, Queens doesn't like it. Underwhelming. Overrated. <laughs> Brad, I've got to tell you something. It's really, it's really like, it made me so mad. I almost called you at two o'clock in the morning last night. Uh-oh. The amount of people that are posting funky facial hair right now is, is increasing by the day. Related to Tiger King or? No, just because like, oh, I'm stuck at home. I guess I'll finally grow that funny goatee. It's like, you fucking suck. You don't have the nutsack to hang it out there. In the real world, and wear a funny goatee to work, wear a funny goatee to the bar, wear a funny goatee to court or to the post office, you've got to like, oh, I'm stuck in my house, and it's funny now. But the minute this is over, they're going to shave that shit. It's a bunch, dude, it's a bunch of pussies growing funny facial hair now. Whereas you Call and them I, out. you and I Call have them out. done this for years. Sidney and I have risked our personal reputations, our sex lives, on our facial hair. That's true. We have done this for a very long time. I have rocked a mustache in front of my uncles and taken a beating at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I had taken a beating at Thanksgiving. You go, oh, well, you were doing it for November. No, I also took a beating at Easter. I took a beating on the 4th of July. I took a beating on Christmas. And I just I just plug ahead. I keep going on. I'd taken a beating for having a beard, which made no sense. But when I rock a stash, I even took a beating because my sideburns were a little low one time. 
They're like, what's up with the sideburns? And they weren't that bad. You know, maybe a little low. I was like, I just, I just didn't even catch their, catch their drips. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess they're a little low. But you, I rock a stash. I, I love having facial hair. I rock it because I like it. I like the way or having a beard or Dude, uh, I like it. Same, man. I mean, you know me. I've, I've let my hair grow out for years. I mean, like, and I've got thin hair, but I like to have longer hair. I mean, I ask girls for their number at bars, and I've got a worse haircut than Bill Murray and Kingpin. You know what I mean? But I fucking <laughs> no, no, no. But I fucking like do it. I'm not a fucking little bitch like these guys that are suddenly posting that they're growing funny mustaches now that they're stuck in their houses. Give me a fucking um, break. I want to. I, I'm just, I'm just over it. I mean, like, I'm so done with like the gimmick of like what people think is. It just reminds me of like. To me, when I think of that, it could be a, a, anybody. It could be anybody from a comedian to, oh, shit. you know, somebody like there? a little I more like well-to-do corporate dude. But like, I tend to think more in the world of like people who are doing, like, okay, like they got a corporate job, and it's like almost like cute to the girls who like them that he's trying this. It's funny. He's funny. Or maybe, uh, maybe not. But like. It's like, oh my god, I work with Jason. I have a whole big crush on him. He's like the head like CFO of our company, and I just saw his Instagram during this time, and he's like growing a mustache. He's so funny, and like he's and he like went to Auburn, and he's like a really big like you know Tiger fan. It's like he's like it's like in that world to me. Yes, but you're saying maybe even comedians too. It is comedians now. It is comedians now. I'm friends with comedians on Instagram, and they're like posting their funny mustaches, and it's like. You could have had this all along. You don't even have a real. Are job. we a part of the problem that's going on with your text thread? Or what we're doing right now? Yes, but we're above it because we're part of the media here at the Lick. Bro. Yeah, we're part of the media. <laughs> this is a, dude. We're we're essential workers. Yeah, right I'm now. an essential worker. They're like, what are you doing outside <laughs> of your house? I'm like, media is. Oh, I'm buying beer because I need to drink it during my podcast. Because I'm a me- <laughs> I'm a member of the media. <laughs> You're swinging by a big blue. Those guys are definitely operating illegally on different levels. <laughs> dude, the amount of 36 racks I'm picking up. And, dude, it's a workout because I did the math. Like, <laughs> like just, like, weight of the beer alone is 18 pounds carrying that, bas- that bastard home, you know? <laughs> and it's a long walk. It's a 20-minute walk for me to get home from that place, but it's worth it. 36 beers for $30. That's with tax and deposit. That, that's, those are some small town prices. <laughs> that's a, well, I keep talking. I'm going to grab a drink. Well, and if you're thinking a dollar a beer, if I'm getting 36 beers for 30 bucks, that's a free sixer where I'm from. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you get. You can. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't get much better than that. I. Uh, so I. Kind of like hadn't been drinking for a bit, so I I'm back on the mic. So I kind of hadn't been drinking for a bit, like towards like uh, probably between like Christmas and like late February, like maybe about a month and a half, two months, uh, drinking but a little lighter. And I kind of felt like when all this was gonna start happening and trying to be healthier and stuff, I'd be like, I'll I'll stay the course and like, you know, I won't I'll try not to drink as much, whatever, just try and be as healthy as possible. Sure. I uh I, I'm about I'm about a week and a half to two weeks in of going 
fucking hard every night. <laughs> hard for me, as in like hard for me. Sure. Like I'm drinking whiskey right now, and the glass is half full. That is, that is hard I, for you. I'm just I'm just like I'm just having it. But here's the thing. Here's the problem. And maybe help. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna jinx myself. My help. <laughs> Start drinking around like seven. Sure. I pop up and I'm having an okay day. I'm having a fine day. Pop on the Bluetooth. I'm like smiling for like four hours, just rocking out. <laughs> so I'm like, well, maybe this is good for my immune system. Like, Dude. I'm. They're saying you shouldn't be drinking as much right now. It might compromise your immune system. I don't know. I mean, you can't put a price on happiness, Brad. Can't like let's say and you, uh, dude, rec- dude, al- alcohol sales have to be booming right now. Booming at work, I was asking some people. They were like, "Yeah, like I'm like I'm drinking more than ever." I'm like, "Yeah, I think people are. People yeah. are drinking. Liquor stores are open and they are they are occupied." You know, interestingly enough, I, I think I'm drinking the same amount as I always did. It just shows how much I <laughs> used to drink. <laughs> but what's That's it? Good. But what's also like tricky about it is I have more of a record of it because now I'm I'm buying the cans. So imagine like if I was doing like half of my drinking at bars. Oh, I see. I wasn't really that aware. I'm like, oh, how many did I have? Did I have three? Did I have ten? I don't know. But now I know. Sure. Now I see the now I see the thirty six pack get more empty, and I see the recycling bag get more full. You know what I mean? Sure. Good. But. I just try to forget about it. <laughs> hey, uh, you know who? You know who? I, I just want to give a big lick to. Sure, please. Uh, just the various guys. There have been a couple. Just the various guys who parachute into sporting events. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What are they doing right now? So on ESPN.com, I watched it earlier. Uh, I did not know this. I remember there was like that guy, and I don't know his name. The guy who like parachuted into like the Mike Tyson fight or something, and he did a couple others as well. And is this illegally? This isn't part of like the Navy SEALs that are part of the show. No, no, illegally, illegally, illegally yeah. yes. I did not know this. In Game Six, the Red Sox Mets World Series, the fame, the the famous Bill Buckner game. Yeah. The, the Mets were on to go on and win the World Series. During that game, in the middle of the game, a guy parachuted down with a big Go Mets flag, and the crowd went crazy. And then he was high-fiving the players. No. It's on, uh, you can YouTube it. ESPN was talking about it today. but And so I YouTube it. It's kind of cool. Crack. It's very, it's very gentle and means well. He parachutes in with a big flag that says Go Mets. The cops just walk up to him. He he. You know, he concedes. He walks with them and is waving to the crowd. Crowd's going crazy, and they take him through the dugout, the mess dugout, and he's like giving him high fives, and then he just goes off. Wait, I'm like, that's fucking cool. They take him through the dugout too. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. We live in a different time. If if you did that nowadays, there's a chance they would shoot you midair because they think you have a bomb on you. Yeah. And back also- then, it was like, oh boy, we got a knucklehead. Oh, he's a fan of the team. All right, buddy. Give you a couple couple of community service hours. You meant well. The crowd likes it. It's part of the antics. You're so right because you and I have both remarked how when you see uh, Hank Aaron's famous home run where he beat Babe Ruth, there's that guy that gives him a hug on third base who like ran onto the field. Yes. 
if you watch like old like walk off, if you watch walk off like World Series home runs, yeah. like freaking Reggie Jackson or whatever, or like Carlton Fisk. Progressively, I can see why they stopped because at one point it was like, yeah, some people run on the field and they celebrate, and then over time. The more and more it goes on, these guys are at second base getting mobbed, <laughs> and they are they they just run start running straight for the dugout. They don't even do the rounds, and they are bowling people over. I'm like, there must have come a point where they're like, I, I, somebody's gonna stab me or something, or I, I don't want to be. Some this feels dangerous. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, what are the like what? If you spend your, like, most of your, like, let's say you've got a regular job, you're like, you know, you, you do something in a computer at a cubicle, and you work a nine to five, and, you know, you have a couple pops over the weekend, but, like, you're, you're, and, you know, for some people that do that, their passion is ultimate frisbee. For some people that do that, their passion. What was that last thing? Their passion in what? Their passion might be, like, ultimate frisbee, right? Or for. Okay. Or for some people, their passion might be they play an instrument at night, or they love their family, or or you can love your family and have a passion too. But you know what I mean. But then, like, but then there's people out there that have a normal job, but then what they're really passionate about is occasionally illegally parachuting into a sporting event, and they don't have that right now. No, like, are they going to try the time, the effort, the training? I guess you try to figure out where Garth Brooks lives and parachute into his house during one of these live broadcasts. Yeah. Like, do Gar- you want to have a comment on what you sent me the other night? Sure, I do. This is leading into that, which I didn't mean for it, too. I was just trying to come up with a joke. But, I mean, imagine, like, Garth and Trisha are, like, sitting there, like, singing, and then, like, someone lands in their pool behind them, you know? <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess that's what you have. There? I guess that's what you have to do, right? Mm. Yeah. So, so guys, like, you know, Brad and I, of course, do the lick twice a week, but we, we talk on the phone a lot more than that. And we, we text on the phone a little bit, too, and we text about what we're watching or what makes us upset or what makes us laugh. And, you know, for better or for worse, I get sucked into these concerts. I, I always have liked live television. I don't like award shows, but I like live sports. I like live TV because I feel a connection with other people. And, uh, you know, that's just, that's just a little insight to sit here. But I've been watching some of these live concerts because they're just, they're mostly incredibly irritating. But the Dave Matthews one I thought was well done. And last night I'm watching Garth Brooks. And, and we, I saw the Billie Eilish one, by the way. It was awful. I hate Billie Eilish. And, and, and the whole, like, the ones that are overly produced I hate. But Garth Brooks and Tr- Trisha Yearwood, they're married, by the way. Give them a lick. They're doing a concert from... We love them here. We, this is a big Garth and Trisha house. You know, you know, they had, like, this chemistry <laughs> on stage for years and years, Brad, where everyone thought they were lovers, but, like, I, th- I know Garth was married to someone else. I don't know about her. Oh. And for years and years and years, everyone always just thought, like, oh, man, they, they, there's just something going on between the two of them. Like, they're just so powerful on stage. And then... Wait, and were, it, they a, were they a tandem, or they just like, did tracks together? I think they just ended up on, like, concerts together. Like, she'd sing... I think she did some background on some of his songs early on or something. 
But they just ended up together a lot. They just seemed like they were, I don't know, maybe they did, I'm just spitballing here, but perhaps they did like a Christmas concert together or something. I don't know. They've always had this energy. And then um, he got divorced. And again, I'm not sure about her. I assume she was married before, but maybe not. And then they, I'll never forget, I saw this Garth Brooks interview and he was like, he sat his kids down to tell them he was going to be with Trisha. And he's like, before I could even tell them, they go, Dad, we know. We know. So they're, they're one of these, you know, it'd be like if Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton suddenly got together. It's like, well, we all knew. You know, we all knew. Sure. Anyways, they're doing this They're doing this live concert from their house, which I guess is the second week in a row they've done it. And I think these concerts in general are kind of cheesy, but I liked the Dave one because it was live and it was well done. And I liked theirs because they're doing requests and they're playing the music live and it's live and they're making mistakes and it's interesting. It's not sure. this produced crap that was like that Elton John, Billy Eilish thing. You know what I mean? Anyways, yep. all this is to say I'm watching this thing and then I notice Garth Brooks has a huge dip in. The whole freaking time, dude. I'm just texting Brad. I'm like, Garth has a lipper in. He's looking. He's the only. <laughs> he's the only musician. And all I've watched most of these concerts. I'm watching live TV every night. I've watched all of them. He's the only guy with the balls to have a tobacco lipper in during the freaking concert at home. I love it. Give him a lick. I'm trying to look this up and see his lip. That is so funny. I Instagrammed it. If you if you care to see it, you can go to fake no, Sydney. I, oh Hollis no, no, that's where I first saw. That's where I first saw it. And go ahead, said sorry. But no, ahead. I can I can text it to you right now if you want to see it. And the liquors can go to my Instagram. No, no, I'm sorry. It, I, it, no, even yeah, but hold on. No, I, that's how I found out on your Instagram. I'm going to look it up right now. But my point is, what made me laugh is oh, I guess I I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Even if I zoom into this picture, yeah. yes, you're right, I see it, but I'm sure it's more pronounced live. Like, you can just see it, like, moving around, like, he moves his head, you can see it. Well, it's just a little, it's just a little bit of a, like, you just know, like, if you grow up. Right up front. Where people, like, where, where people dip, which I assume people dip in your town. I mean, it, it, it's, dipping is uncouth oh, yeah. in New York, but in Savannah, and I'm assuming, uh, Oh, no, Fitchburg, yeah, big time where I'm from. You just know what it looks like when someone does a dip in, and Garth had a fucking dip in. And he never spit. He must have spit during the My commercials. My whole pond hockey team dips while we play. What's that? I said my whole pond hockey team dips when we play. <laughs> On the ice. I love yeah, it, freaking dip. That's sick. Have Dude, a dip. Give lick a give dip a lick. <laughs> give dip a lick. You smoke this in the filter, right? I, listen, I, I, I smoke cigarettes from time to time. I like pipe tobacco. I like cigars. Dip, dip's tough. Dip to me is like it kind of gets in your throat a little bit. You got like that minty flavor after, but it's a tobacco-y minty flavor. It's tough. I have a hard time with it. Oh man, dip will make me. Well, I don't Nauseate. use. I don't typically use tobacco anyway. So if I smoke a cigarette, which is I'm, I've probably had less than thirty cigarettes in my entire life, but I'll get a little lightheaded. But if I if I've tossed a dip in, I mean I'll just I just ride that line of being nauseated. But it, then it becomes kind it's of nauseating, fun. yeah. It becomes kind of fun. I'm like, oh, let me see how close to throwing up I can get without doing it, and then I'll just be in this daze. All, all the other forms of tobacco are like I feel like they can kind of like go away right after dip yeah. will last like like even after I take it out, it's like I'm, I feel nauseous like an hour later. <laughs> sure. 
Now I it's do. Something... Yeah. No, you got. Yeah. No, I have nothing more to say. Oh, I was gonna say I. You know, chewing tobacco is much easier to control. Dip is just so strong. You know, I toss in a Redman I'm... or a Levi oh. Garrett, and I'm. I. You know, you can control that a little more. A dip is just. You're suddenly lightheaded. You know what I mean. And maybe oh, that, I've never I've never done chew. I've never tried to chew. Oh, you would love it. Dude, when this is over, we're going to oh, do a nice probably. chew together in Prospect Park. But is it the same thing as dip where you have to keep spitting and you don't really want to swallow and that might make you more nauseous? Yeah, but it's a real leaf. It's like a real man. Dip is like dip is like the Keurig of chewing tobacco. It's bullshit. You know what I mean? I bet I love Red Man. Oh, you'd love Redman. You'd love Levi Garrett, too. Levi Garrett's a great one. All right. We're doing some chew when it gets nice out. Oh, dude. <laughs> throw the oh, ball around. Oh, and don't forget about Beach Nut. You know, there's that. I'm going to pull it up and play it for the liquors. There's that song, A Country Boy Will Survive. Have you heard that song before, Brad? You'd love it. <sighs> I'm from north of D.C. No, I have not. <laughs> north of D.C. <laughs> it's a Hank Williams Jr. song. <laughs> And it's called A Country Boy Will Survive, and it's all about, you know, how great being from the country is and how cities suck and shit. But there's this line where he had, he's like, he goes, he goes, I had a good friend in New York City, never called me by my name, just Hillbilly, right? So then, like, later in that verse, he's like, he talks about how his friend got mugged in New York because obviously, like, the song is about how the country's better than the city. So he's like, sure. He says his friend got mugged and he's like, um, for $45, my friend lost his life. Like, and then he goes, I'm going to play you the line if I can. I want yeah, you, I'm going to guess where this it is. This is good. I'm guessing. Here's what I've noticed. My favorite part of any song is usually two thirds of the way in. And if I just, it, if you just do that, it's almost always there. <laughs> yep, right here. We're here. We're right here. Here we go. So did you hear that? He goes, he goes, I'd love to spit a beach nut into that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old 45. Dude, a beach nut. I'd love to spit a beach nut. I always thought it was that dude's eye, but I, this time I heard eyes. It, what? What? I mean, that should be a sound clip, right? I'd love to spit a beach nut in that beach dude's nut. eyes. Dude, we'll chew a beach nut together when this is over. Let's play that again. Wow, that's a strong line. I mean, that's like something Nolan Ryan would do to somebody, you know? That is a strong line. <laughs> Dude. Wow. Just spit some tobacco in some Do dudes. you think Big Bachelor House here at the Lick... Big Do you bachelor. think some of these dads from the South wanted to spit a beech nut into Pilot Pete's eyes? Oh my god! Like every dad, even the one that marries her, you know what I mean? No dad is happy when their daughter says she's going to go be on the Bachelor, and they're all relieved when she gets kicked off the first episode. <laughs> I, I 
I feel like that's a really good character. The dad who's just so mad that his daughter didn't even make the top 25 or, or get picked. Just, she's beautiful. <laughs> What's wrong with my daughter? Why, why don't you pick my daughter? She's gorgeous. Dude, I've got a, I've got a pretty hot take here that could get me into some trouble, but I feel like if there's a the time to say it, it's now. We only have so many listeners, and they all love us. <laughs> all right, so uh, you know, there's like there's like a certain like stereotype, like there's like a southern straight guy who's gay, but they they like see they're not out of the closet, but they're obviously gay, but they're southern, and it's they're like very genteel, and they're kind of like. You know they're they're sort of they talk like that and they're like, well, you're you're here, but they they're not out of the closet, but they're obviously gay, but they pretend to be straight, and it's like you know what I'm talking about, yeah. kind of. It, it's so funny. Like I know a lot of these stereotypes. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, kind of more from like TV shows, but yes, as well as like maybe like yeah, maybe I I think I've interacted with people like this for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel I mean, like. I, yeah, I feel like there's. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know. I also know people like this, uh, up my way. But I mean, like, I know what you mean. Also, when you say specifically the southern, like it's the accent. It might be the the dress a little bit. The accent, and they're like they dress a little too fancy, but they're like. Is it kind of like a pink, like plaid shirt tucked into jeans? Yes, yes. <laughs> I know that guy. And they're straight, but they say they're straight, but kind of everyone around them is like assuming they're gay, but they're not <laughs> gay, but they. They seem gay, and, you know, listen, I'm pro-gay. I've got many, many gay friends, and they would all vouch for me. But People just want to know. People love sex. They just want to know. And so, (laughs) but, like, I feel, and and so there are people, there are men who have kids, who are married, who everyone just assumes they're probably gay, but they just have families, and they're living a very straight life, and they're Southern, but they just are very... Gentle and and they they hang out with the wives more at the party than the guys. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. Those yeah. guys yes. are probably thrilled when their daughter goes far on The Bachelor. They're excited. They're going to be on TV, Ooh. and they're like getting to like, you know, this this is like their moment too. You know what I mean? They probably fucking love it. Like, well, I just live down here in um. You know, I just lived down here in Tallahassee, and when, when <laughs> you know, I love Tallahassee, dude. <laughs> and when Margaret said she, I was... once judged a wet T-shirt contest in Tallahassee. Fuck <laughs> in Tallahassee, way up. Oh, up north? Oh, you're from up north? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, Sem- right. Seminole country. But I just imagine that, like, those guys are stoked. They are stoked. They can't wait to be on TV. <laughs> they want the cameras to be home. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's exciting, you know? <laughs> like, hey, uh, honey, you know, Pilot Pete's going to be coming over our house tonight. <laughs> exactly. Well, here we go. Now I'm going to get mad because I did, like, a, a gay, you know, little dialect there. Well, not dialect, people know what yeah. Stereotypes exist for a reason. I don't mean bad ones. I just mean that there's a certain way that those guys talk. I mean, everyone, the person we described, people know who we're talking about. I'm not saying it to do hate speech. I'm just saying that those people. Of course not. Of course. Brad, I got a piss. You got to hold yeah. on the mic. 
I got a piss. Sydney's taking a piss. So here the lick. We went on a crazy ride with The Bachelor. If you if you gotta get caught up, for a while, you know, sometimes you. I think it was during the Super Bowl. They had a Bachelor ad, and Sydney and I joked, and we're like, "Oh man, that show's probably." F- it's kind of funny, isn't it? These people who go on this. It's like a game show for love. So we tune in one night, and all these girls, and nothing, there's nothing against women, but all these girls are crazy. And so isn't the guy who is like The Bachelor. Wonderful TV. It's wonderful TV. It's all these people in their 20s going nuts for this guy. This girl is going nuts for this one guy. He's like sleeping with all of them. Nobody can figure out how that is actually romantic. Wonderful TV. They're all nuts. And the joke Cindy and I are trying to make <laughs> is that we watched it far enough where he, this guy goes home to meet the families. He's been sleeping with all these different girls. Like back to back to back. And all these dads have to be like, oh, cool. So you like to marry my daughter? And they're fucking rip shit. Wonderful TV. It's wonderful TV. It's good. And so our joke is like, what do the dads think? And honestly, if I was a father, oh my God, I'd be so... I'd be... First off, I wouldn't want to be on TV on The Bachelor. My daughter is falling in love with this reality star. That's... I'm sorry, that's embarrassing. Oh, it's hard. It's not real. I mean, I I wouldn't even... I would be like, just say you don't have a father. I don't want to be on this. Dude, I'm starting to feel... I'm back on the mic, by the way. Just just walk back up. Be so mad at my daughter. I'm like, you're not doing this. Dude. <laughs> you're not going on this show. I'm starting to feel the same way because I, I've been on the dating app Hinge. And it's like with this digital dating, now before the coronavirus, you can just you can be talking to several people in the same week. Oh. And then you could potentially go on... I mean... You can potentially go on like three or four dates right. a week if you really if you're That's really right. aggressive, and suddenly it's like, well, I've never I, I've kind of always just been a pretty shy person in this in the dating world myself, so I've never really like a, like dated like more than one person in the same week, let's say. But then suddenly it turned me into that, right? And I'm like, wow, I'm just like Pilot Pete over here. So you meet Sydney s- and I have similar dating patterns, kind of like. <laughs> Little shy, good guys, horny, but won't show it all the way. <laughs> Give us a lick. You know, we're kind of like horny, but we're kind of like, well, maybe we can still be good Christian boys. <laughs> yes. It just makes you, these dating apps, I've only done them a little bit, and I can't keep up because they're disheartening. Well. It's like, uh, it's like I'm the first girl to get kicked off The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, Karen, do you want to go out tonight? Never hear from her. <laughs> Ever again. It's like, okay, well, okay. Well, I'm also like, oh, man, I'm dating three girls in the same week. Who am I going to give the rose to? Who am I going to give the <laughs> oh, rose to? Oh, oh, you're, uh, wait, oh, you gave the example that you're Pilot Pete. Well, I'm acting like I'm one of the girls getting but, kicked off. But it's both. They're probably <laughs> they're probably going on four dates a week. I'm going on three. You know if it's an attractive girl uh, on these apps. They've, they've probably, let me just throw out a number, you know. Let's say oh, I've yeah. got like several matches. They probably have fifty matches. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, of course. So they're no. But if any, if anything, it's like I'm hoping to get their rose, but I'm also got my own rose ceremony. I mean, it's all just. Sid, yeah. Can you do a little movement of the phone? Oh shit! 
You're right. Sorry, when I get up, I put my phone back in my pocket. I got to keep it in the window. You got to keep reminding me. Thank you, Brad. Is it better? Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> but I got to tell you this funny thing that happened. So I've, I've said this on the podcast. I think that this video dating is like so incredibly lame, right? And um, like, because my, my friend, my friend has been like video, like he goes on dates with girls. Um, like they watch a movie together over FaceTime. And I've said this before, I've done this with a buddy of mine before, but way before the coronavirus, way before COVID-19. But Brad, so I swore off the dating app because I was like, this is just too much right now. Because what's going to happen is everyone's going to be on these dating apps and you're going to be talking to 30 different people. And it's you, you know they're talking to 30 different people. They know you're talking to 30 different people. No one's meeting if you're being responsible. And it's just fucking mm-hmm. stupid. I just find it's it... It's just attention and feeling good. It's not real. And you don't know anything about someone until you really meet them. Because your mind is filling in all of the gaps. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, when you and I text, I now know how you, what you mean when you text a certain thing. But if you and I had never met before, your jokes might be oh, landing God. differently to me, you know? Terrible. So the other day, I finally get a little bit, I don't know what you would call it. I would say bored, but you could use a different word. Uh, and I finally open up Hinge. <laughs> I finally open up Hinge for the first time. And I put my Hinge on pause weeks ago. But what do I get? Straight away, dude. Straight away. Two pop-up messages that say, Have you had a video or phone date with so-and-so? And And then I I always just... Oh, boy. I always click no because I don't want them to know anything about me. And then as soon as I click no on that one, it goes, Have you had a video or phone date with so-and-so? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. They're like... This app is now encouraging these people to be... These people, me too. To be fucking losers. Like, like... This is now part of the app's thing. It's like, you should meet up and have a phone date. Fucking lame shit, dude. I was so... Well... Ugh. Yeah. What are you going to say? I mean, it's... No, it's just like... It, it's just... It's, it just... It just preys on our natural fears of, like, getting together. It's like... It's so easy to, like, get a little attention and flirt through the phone. And I can leave this immediately and, and or... I don't actually have to, like be near you it's just awful it's not how we're meant to be as people it's not how we're meant to get intimate it's not how we're meant to i mean i'm not saying you couldn't lead to something but like let's be honest it's not it's it's you're never gonna like but that's the point maybe that is the point it's like it's all about like just feeling good for the moment well i just wondered to myself like so if you're to assume to every person Let's just say anyone who's online dating right now is probably talking to like way more people than they ever were before because you don't have to, you're just not the pressure to meet them. So you don't have to actually be realistic. You know, for me, when I was, when I was trying to do this a few weeks ago, I would, I would kind of try to like, once I had a few people that I was talking to, I would try to cap it at that because I was only, how many days are there in a week? Like how many dates can you go on? I got to you know, I like to drink on dates, Brad. I like to be a little rowdy. I like to smoke yeah, a little of weed. Course. 
Good. And I still have to. I still had a job at the time. Like, you, there's only so much of me to go around, and I think everyone deserves the best of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone. I hear that. Not, not to say that I can't be Michael Jordan during the flu game, but everyone deserves me as like Michael, <laughs> Michael Jordan game one. You know? Oh shit! <laughs> of course. So well, I, I respect that. But if you don't have the pressure of meeting someone, you can be talking to thirty people. So if you're assuming everyone's talking to thirty people, every girl's talking to thirty guys, every guy's talking to thirty girls. Like, okay, what? It's just. So then, how do you? How do you decide you're more into someone? Like, do you eventually? Do you eventually decide to watch a movie? So you watch like the Tom so Cruise, dumb. Nicole Kidman, epic, um, Far and Away. You decide to watch that together, so it's like a three-hour movie. And then, do you like bring the I iPad? Watch Eyes Wide Shut. What's that? Eyes Wide Shut. Oh well, wow! If you're getting, if you're feeling crazy, yeah, I guess so. See, that's the it's thing. Just right? all about like deception. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then do you, do you watch the movie and then do you decide to bring the iPad to bed and you're like, well, I'll put you on my pillow tonight and you put me on my pillow and then you, like you spend the whole night. Oh God. No, that's like too, that's for creepy. But then, and then do you wake up together too? It's like, well, yeah, but I choose you cause I know there's so many other people out there. I really want to like, I want to spend more time with you and show you that you're more worth it than the other 29. Do you do that? I don't know. I mean, just from just from my own the way I live my life, there's no fucking chance you're gonna get me calling somebody, <laughs> FaceTiming them, and then go to bed with them on the same pillow. It'll just make me feel worse <laughs> about myself. I mean, give me a break. How about this? We're good Christian boys. How many people you think are like? And I bet there are a lot. There's got to be. There's got to be. Sure. Some people are like. Let's be honest. Like, I'd like to FaceTime you right now. Would you like to use each other FaceTime sex? Like, we'll each, like, do things on the FaceTime. Dude. Like, I'll rub my ding-dong, you rub your choo-choo. And, like, <laughs> like there's got to be people doing that. We're too Christian. But, like, there's got to be tons of people doing that for sure. Dude, one of my friends from one of my friends, the gay guy that that we both know, he said that in his circles, in the gay community in New York, he's a he's a thirty something year old guy, that everyone's being very responsible about social distancing, and the amount of FaceTime and uh, Zoom or whatever you call it, like sex, where you're like having sex video, is through the roof, and everyone's cool with it now. He said in his in the in his gay community in New York, he said they're going to town on video chat. Wow. Yeah. Now, I would say straight people tend to be a little behind in that department. You know what I mean? But it's got to be happening. I mean, it's just like, to people, it's just kind of like whatever. You know, it's kind of like, if you're just honest about it, I bet you people are just like, yeah. And then if you want, you can hang up any time and just like, I don't know. And then do you have a conversation about screenshotting? How does that work? You know, prefer you. Yeah, probably. It's probably I'd, very open and honest. I'd prefer you didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I prefer you didn't. <laughs> God, the sabotage that goes on, right? You don't know, right? You don't know. A friend of mine, another friend of mine, a younger, a younger person, 
the, it was like, who's like 15 years, not 15, 10 years younger than me, let's say. She was pretty open that she's had a lot of like text sex and sent a lot of nudes to her boyfriends. And yeah. I was like, whoa. And I was like, aren't you a little worried about that? She's like, well, I never put my face in any of them, so it doesn't really matter. And I was like, wow, I didn't. To, to boyfriends or like dating partners? I guess boyfriends, but still, I was just like, once it's out there, you know. But she just said she never puts her face in it, so she's not worried about it. And I was like, wow, you're, you're bold. Sexting, more sexting bold to me I. is not bad, but yeah, like pictures, I don't know, kind of weird in terms of, you know, you know, trust out of the person. Sure, yeah. But texting, I mean, the, the, you know, the whole like, uh, you know, sending dick pics and <laughs> choo-choo pics, it's like... Well, I would probably never do it if I didn't trust that person anyways. Yes, it would feel like... But I guess the idea is there's no face to it. You can always deny it. But it's personal. It's just like you're like... I don't know. It's it's hard It's hard copy information. Sure. But how do you gain that trust if it's all digital? Like, let's say this goes on for two more months. People are going to... You're going to start to drop your standards of what trust means, right? Sometimes I wonder if like these events like in life, like coronavirus, like kind of changing the landscape on like... I mean, like, uh, this is going to be, uh, at the end at the end of it all, there are going to be a lot of people who die, and a lot of people who die uh, unexpectedly and probably before their time, because mm-hmm. it mixed with them in the wrong way. The people, Even with underlying conditions or whatever, maybe you're healthy, uh, you could live a long life anyways. So this is kind of like inter- intersecting that and maybe cutting some lives short, unfortunately, right? Sure, yes. But I, I think in the long run, this is like... It's all this kind of, you know, and people are, people are still dying all the time right now. There are, there's got to be people having heart attacks and, you know, cancer patients dying in this very moment. Life is, this is just a part of that. You know, people are, there are car crashes probably happening just for whatever reason, you know, it, people are still dying, unfortunately, outside of coronavirus. But when we have these moments of like, um, these worldwide or especially Western culture, American shutdowns of like, we're the best in the world. Look at where we're at. Like, you know, like, I cannot believe this is all happening to us. That's a very Western philosophy. Like, we, it's almost like we don't die kind of mentality. Yeah. Of course we do. But like, it's just that feeling of like, we live forever and like, how, how, how could coronavirus disrupt that? I think that people, maybe through this, are going to be a little more like, fuck everything. Like, who cares if I send a dick pic? I could die tomorrow. Or, like, we talked about a lot of personal reflection. Who cares? I'm going to do this with my life now. True. Kind of like, so maybe people are just kind of more free. They're just like, fuck it. I could die from coronavirus. I mean, so I'll just can do whatever I want. It's certainly more honest, right? Like, like, like probably yes. everyone wants... If you, if you could send nudes with no risk, I'm sure everyone would, right? Yes, yes. You wouldn't tell just, your parents or your church about it, but if you could send <laughs> no. nudes with no risk, everyone would. Sure. Yes. Yes. So you're it's just right. a lot of guilt with it, like of like, oh no, what if somebody traces this back to me? Yeah. And it's like, but you're right. If if there if we're living like there's no tomorrow, if we're really letting this pandemic set in and yes. kind of like make us change the way we think, it's like, yeah, why not? It. Why not sit? And you're hope and hopefully the other person on the other end is like respecting that decision. And understanding that the same way, and they won't share it. They're just like, this person's just trying to be more free and honest, and I will be too, and I'll delete it after, or won't share it, or, or, or maybe I will, and who cares? Right. But once again, there's no face to it, so I guess, it, you know, 
And 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 mind you, we are talking about consensual uh, uh, nude sharing. We're not talking about guys that just send dick pics to girls straight away because that is a difference. Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, yes, of course. And I'll listen, s- we like we like we like we like Cindy Crawford in like a swimsuit, but we're not like creepy enough to like just start ding dong pics to people randomly. <laughs> The other thing that... We are a sexual podcast, but not like that. Every girl I've ever known has been like, they they hate dick pics. Even girls that like want to have sex over text or something, they it's, it's, don't it's want to like that pic. giant flash from your Motorola. It's like, <laughs> got a bad line. Probably a lot of extra features through that. They're like, oh my God, like he's got a... Crack <laughs> Well, there's a weird little zit right <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, give me a break. You know, geez, oh man, it's too much. It's too much. As my landlord would say, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that what they say? Ah, oh, the coronavirus. It's crazy. We're all going to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dude, I have to tell you what I saw yesterday, and it's going to make you incensed. For the very first sure. time in my entire life here in New York City, maybe in my entire life anywhere in the world, but certainly in New York City, I was doing a little alone time in McCarran Park, sitting alone by myself in a field. I'm walking out, and I walk past this couple. They're probably 10 feet away from me, safe distance. And what's the guy wearing? Fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers jacket. Of course. I've never seen one before in my whole life. Now that Brady plays down there. Dude. on. Real. I was going to tell you about it right then, but I thought I'd rather tell you on the air. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'm having a drink. No, I just, I was, I was like, I was like, is this a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jacket walking towards me? I was like, oh my God, it is. And Brad, it was one of the old school, like, the logo that we both like, the Buccaneer. Yeah, we love that logo. We love that logo. We love that creamsicle orange. But I've just... I've just never ever seen a Bucks jacket here ever. Maybe a Bucks jacket anywhere ever, like at an airport. Be more badass if that guy's just doing it before either. You can just rock that before it's a jam. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I hope that that was the case. I hope that he has had it forever and that I just saw him for the first time. But I truly fear, Brad. That he got that motherfucker on eBay like two weeks or a week ago. Is it fair if he's had it for a long time but just was very embarrassed because the buck sucked and said, I'm not going to wear this, and now he can? Is that fair? It's it's fair, but I don't respect it. It's fair, but I don't respect it. Like you should have just been rocking it anyways. I think they can probably hear you. These mics pick up pretty well. What I was, I'm coming back on the mic. What I was saying is, like, is it fair if he's had this jacket for years and maybe he'll break it out once in a blue moon, but he's pretty embarrassed about it. And it's like, uh, you know, it's you know, rep it, but, like, it's tough. Um, but now he just feels more comfortable. Is it still the same? That he's had it for all these years, but maybe he didn't rep it. It's fair, but I don't respect it. Because, you know what? No. Tennessee has been so bad at football for the last decade, and I still wear my Tennessee gear out in public. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So fuck that guy. Yeah. Hey, Drew. Um, liquors, we'll call it there, huh? 
I think so. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Be safe.